Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Speaking with Influence, where you'll hear professional speakers discussing their signature talks and how they educate, motivate, and inspire their audiences around the world. Speaking with Influence is brought to you by the Speakers Guild USA, where we have the perfect speaker for your next event. Visit us at speakersguildusa.com. Well, good morning. I'm Deborah Simpson coming to you from San Diego, California. If any of our listeners are on Twitter, and especially if you're a professional speaker, I'd appreciate you hitting that tweet this button and let your followers know about the show. If you have a question, you can feel free to call in. The number is 516-595-8125. And if you like the show, you can always follow the show by tapping the Follow Us button on the show page. And of course, you can keep up with us via iTunes. Today, my guest is RV Robinson. And RV is a master speaker trainer, an international speaker, and an author. For the past 15 years, she's traveled the world speaking and training others to speak. On June 7th through the 9th at the Million Dollar Speaker Summit, RV will be teaching speakers how they can use revolutionary techniques and innovative strategies to learn how to create a million-dollar business by stepping on the stage and into the spotlight. RV's given over 3,500 speeches and trained over 5,000 business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, executives, coaches, consultants, and authors to become million-dollar speakers. She taught them, and she can teach you, too. That's right. Public speaking is the oldest paying, high-paying profession on the planet. So many professionals think that public speaking means you have to learn how to become a paid speaker and wait and wait for those high-paying speakers' gigs. That's not what it is anymore. There are multiple ways that you can grow your business fast, and I have been able to use what I've learned from her to increase my business. So I'm so delighted, RV, that you're here as my guest today. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you, Deborah. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I've, uh, as I've told you, I've followed you for years. So it's just been great to be in con- contact and connecting with you over these past couple of months. I've really appreciated it. And I know that <laughs> I've shared with you a lot about how I help my speakers by curating conferences. And I'm always looking for conferences for them that have active and open calls for speakers. What I'm seeing in the conference industry across the board, because I look in several different segmented markets of the industry, and they simply don't seem to be paying speakers anymore. And what they're asking them to do is donate their services for visibility. So what are you seeing in conferences as far as, are you seeing a trend where conferences aren't paying speakers or are you seeing something different? Uh, Yes, I'm absolutely seeing that trend. The industry has changed over the last at least 10, 15 years, and it's really changed into more of a pay-to-play type of model. So what that means Mm -hmm. is instead of, conferences actually paying the speakers and I've been to many of those conferences myself I can vouch for it you you have to do a proposal you have to do that call for speakers but then right in the proposal application it tells you that they're not going to um 
pay you. As a matter of fact, if you want to be in it, you've got to pay for your own hotel. You've got to pay for your own expenses. And then you can't even sell from the platform. And so it really is just for visibility is the only reason why uh, speakers do it. And you know what? People will. Speakers will do that. So the other model is is – uh, that's a one way to pay to play is expenses. But then the other thing that I'm seeing, not so much in, in conferences, but more in the, the whole seminar world, is uh, having to pay to play. And the first time I saw this actually was 15 years ago when I first started. And I remember this um, this promoter was putting on a, a big event actually in San Diego, and he wanted me to pay uh, money to be in a breakout session, and of course I could sell tickets. Now back then it was fifteen hundred dollars, or it was fifteen years ago it was twelve hundred and fifty dollars. It might as well have been five thousand today, right? And I was all confused. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I have to pay you, you know? And you want me to speak, and then I'm going to sell, and you want fifty percent of that? What is going on with this model, right? And But what the promoter sh- shared with everyone is he was sick and tired of paying for the event, putting speakers on the stage that don't promote the event, don't get anybody there, and then they just have a nice – you know, they a nice place to sell their products and services. They take their 50% and go home. And the promoter stuck with the bills, right? So it made sense. And so what I did is I sold tickets – to his event, I got my money back and had a great time and, and sold from, you know, uh, you know the platform, and it, w- it all worked out well. So we're seeing more and more of that, and I'm telling you, it's getting really expensive. So it's not $1,200 anymore. I mean, we're talking, it can be 10000 Right, I know some wow. uh, major, yeah, major speakers out there that are charging ten thousand for only fifteen minutes on stage. So it it depends on the audience and how big the audience is. So the bigger the audience, the more you can command for that price. Now, um, a few years ago, I was approached by someone to be even on a panel, and the panel was five thousand. And I got to be on the panel, and I got to, you know, have a booth and, you know, and sponsor. But, I mean, even then, for the the amount of money compared to the amount of people, you know, I didn't I didn't take them up on that offer. But it's it's really getting, you know, to be a pay to play uh, environment out there. Now, are there some speakers that are still getting paid big money? Of course, there are, but not there's not that many gigs that pay and so what happens is it's it's not a living right you can't make a living you know getting one job for twenty five hundred dollars or five thousand dollars and that's all you get in a year so you've got to get out there speak for free yourself and either sell a product and service or use it as a lead gen and then follow up on those individuals later and close them for coaching or something like that over the phone kind of like a two-step close instead of a one-step close but there is lots of money still to be made, but it's just not as a paid speaker. And when you see some of these other speaker trainers around, because, you know, I, I will discuss that with a speaker and I'll get pushback on that, that, oh, no, you know, 
there's lots of events out there. You just don't know how to find them, you know. So I, I get kind of confused, you know, how in my normal process of looking at conferences, they claim that these conferences that pay the speakers directly are um, just not promoting an open call for speakers. Right. That's, that's true, too. Uh, if there are some of those out there, usually usually where I get paid, it's corporations, and they don't usually do an open call. It's usually kind of by referral or who do you know mm. kind of thing, and then they will independently and privately contact me. Uh, or, con- or or ask me if I know somebody with you know another topic that they're looking for, but it's more private. It's not like a big call um, for speakers. I'm telling you the the ones that I've seen, the big calls for speakers are just not paying anymore, you know, and they're not letting us do anything. We can't even really promote sometimes. So it's really changed. And and I teach people, you know, it's like yes, you can be paid to speak. But there's different levels of payment. So you could go and, and, and maybe get, you know, go to a church and get paid, but it's more like an honorarium, which is under $1,000, mm-hmm. you know, maybe 250 or something like that. I, to me, I mean, to me, that's not being paid, you know, as a speaker. You know, yeah, because you think, <laughs> yeah, you think about how much goes into a presentation that you give to that church. I mean, you can never at $250 recoup the time and the experience that it's taken to put together a great presentation. So how, do, how are you talking to speakers now about getting paid? How are they going to make those millions of dollars that they originally thought they would make and are now finding that there aren't that many opportunities and that they're not in the loop for the opportunities that are out there? Well, I recommend that they that they sell their products and services either from the stage if they're allowed to or they use it as a lead generator to sell their mm-hmm. products and services later. And you could do this all day long because, again, it's, you have to be visible to sell, right? You have to be visible mm-hmm. for people to know that you exist. And so it's a great way to gain that visibility in your market and upstage your competition because I can guarantee you your competition probably isn't stepping on stage. They're probably behind the computer praying, spraying and praying that social media will work to get in business. And mm-hmm. it just does not work. Someday I hope I'm, I'm singing a different tune. But I'm telling you, it does not work for the masses now. If you've got tons of money like Tony Robbins and you can put these very expensive ads out there, then, yes, it works. But I'm talking about for the average entrepreneur or business person that is making, you know, six figures um, a year, you know, it's really about stepping out on stage and becoming visible to earn that, that kind of money. It's, social media is not going to give you that kind of money uh, unless, like I say, you throw a lot more money at it uh, or you're already mm-hmm. famous you know, or something like that. But it just is not going to get um, people into your room. And that's where the real money is. If we want to talk about the real money, you go out there and you speak. You do a free giveaway. Here's a simple uh, system and a simple strategy. You, you speak once a week, 
Public speaking works to make you money when you do it, especially millions, when you do it every single week. <clears throat> so you mm-hmm. get out there every single week, sometimes more. I, last week I spoke three times. <clears throat> so you go every week. <coughs> Excuse me, i got to get a drink. <coughs> That's what happens to us speakers, doesn't it? We just get, we keep talking and talking and talking, and then our throat starts to get dry and parched. And <laughs> I know I have my, my uh, bottle of water here right next to me as well. I have to have that when I'm on the show just in case something like that happens to me as well. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> well, for me, it's talking too fast and being too passionate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the strategy is we speak once a week, give a giveaway each time, gather the business cards, put them in your database, work them, right, drip on them, give mm-hmm. them some value, give them some articles and some real value, and then mm-hmm. invite them to a live event. Whether that live mm-hmm. event is free or, or for a small investment, it doesn't really matter. When you get them into your room, now you've got you've got control over what happens yes. and in terms of the time, in terms of what they're going to learn, in terms of the experience that they get that you just don't have control over when you're in somebody else's room or you're a guest speaker on somebody else's stage. So the key here is to really get them in your own room. Then you can sell them. On your a coaching program, you can sell them on a big year-long mastermind program, whatever it is that you have. Mm-hmm. But the key is is that speakers in the old days, old-time speakers, when they got paid, they went on stage, they did their thing, they entertained or whatever, and then they left, leaving the audience without anything except maybe just a feeling of, okay, that was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Speakers today, I believe, have an obligation to their audience, and that is a way to get more. So if, you, if you've inspired your audience in a 30-minute talk or an hour talk, then what's next? I mean, you've opened their hearts. Now you need to give them a way to get more of you because really what we want as people is we want permanent change. So permanent change takes time. That's why people get into coaching programs, or that's why they go to speaker training. Because you cannot become a speaker overnight. You cannot become a speaker in 30 minutes, but you can become aware that you need to become a speaker in 30 minutes. And then now it's time to get some coaching, some training, and then over time you'll become a speaker and you'll have that permanent change of not only mindset but the permanent change uh, with techniques and experience and practice. And then you can say confidently that you are a speaker. Yes, and and I think, too, for speakers, it's really helpful to have a book. And, of course, you know, I've told, as we've conversed through the past couple of weeks, you know, I've, Oh, I feel that we are in a big time of disruption. And this, the conversation we're just having right now, indicates the disruption that's happened in the speaking industry because of so many people um, being trained by trainers telling them that they're going to make thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on stage as a paid keynote speaker. And it's... um, Darn, it's I lost lie. my train of thought. It's, it's a, a lie. It, it, it is. Oh, 
and yes, and yes, and so there's a big disruption in the speaking industry. There's also a big disruption in the publishing industry where mm-hmm. you can self-publish, you can publish on demand. So the ease of making a book or putting a book together has is made so much easier as time has progressed and we have these new systems that let us just, you know, print on demand if we want. So a speaker being able to have a book to sell. For instance, I have one of the speakers in the Speakers Guild, and uh, we got a request for someone who was in women's issues, and she was in women's issues. So I paired her with the event planner. But the event was a fundraiser, so the event planner didn't want to pay her. Well, she had books. So she was able to sell books, and this was brilliant on her part, I thought, she negotiated with the event planner to because it was a charitable event that the charity receiving the proceeds would give her a um, charitable contribution for her speaking fee that she could write off on her taxes. Very good. So that one was that was brilliant. Yes. So I I see it too as far as books go. It's pretty easy now for you to have books. So you should be able to. At have your own event or be able to speak, even if you're doing um, like you know something like a um, networking group that's local and you speak there. If you have books afterwards, and if you said like you have the multi um, the mastermind upsell at the end, you can make money. But I really like the whole idea of producing your own event. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's where that's where the big money is because you could sell books all day long, but how much is a book, right? Ten, ten dollars, fifteen, twenty dollars. They at least even doing print on demand, they cost about uh, five bucks a piece. You know, once they're mm-hmm. shipped to you and everything. So if you're selling fifteen bucks, that means you're making ten bucks per book. Well, you're not going to sell yep. everybody in the room a book. So. I mean, mm-hmm. you might sell three or four, so we're just really talking chump change uh, on the book, right, in a small um, kind of networking environment. So the key here is is you got the book to give you credibility, position you as an expert, and you give the book away. So that's the, that's the book that you give away as your free raffle to set you up as that expert and to show people you got a book without bragging and go, oh, I wrote a book, mm-hmm. right? But you can say, I'm going to raffle off one of my free books. This just came out. It's you know, $15. If you want some, you can have them for 10 afterward. You know, you just do it real casually. And then, mm-hmm. again, you, you know, you can get some, some uh, gas money out of it. But the, but the real money is when you get those people from that event into your event and sell them uh, a, lo- a larger program. And I've been doing this this way for over 15 years. You see, the, the myth and the biggest lie that's out there, I want to put it into perspective about people thinking they're going to get paid a lot of money for speaking. Those days are gone. They might have. But the people nowadays that get paid a lot of money are like, like Nick, you know, the guy with no arms and no legs. I mean, I don't I tell you, most of us don't want to be in that position to make that kind of mm-hmm. speaking fee. Another um, high speaker fee is uh, the CEO of Zappo because everybody's wondering how he did it, right? And the guy doesn't want to speak, so he raised his speaking fee to $75,000. But, again, those wow. are un- – yeah, those are unique examples. Now, nobody would come out to Hollywood – 
California and say, hey, I want to be an actress or an actor, and I expect to get paid a million a movie. It's not going to happen. There's stuff that's called dues, paying your dues. And the actors that make that kind of money have been paying their dues for years and years and years. Most people, the general population, they do atmosphere work for five bucks for the whole day. You know, let's put it in perspective. So you would never, as an act, uh, a budding actress, go out there and really expect to get paid thousands of dollars, you know? And so why would people think that as a speaker you would? I mean, it, it's just, it's a myth. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, you may not get paid as a speaker, but you can make a ton of money as a speaker, Right. You can still make right. money, a lot of money, as a speaker. So I want to encourage, you know, all the speakers around the globe that, yes, there's lots of money to be made because I make millions by, by doing this one strategy that I just explained, right? It might take a little, little t- more time than what you might think, but it, the strategy works. And here's the downfall of getting paid to speak. When you get paid to speak, typically you can't sell, you can't gather cards, mm-hmm. you can't do anything. You're done. You got paid, and that's it. You're done. So I really prefer speaking for free, having more control and more leverage. Just like the example of, yeah. that, of the gal you talked about, she was able to negotiate. And do you know one of the things that I use to negotiate is if they can't, you know, I don't go, oh, okay, I'll speak for free. You'd never want to say it that way. But you could say, well, mm-hmm. normally, you know, I, I do get paid to speak. However, because you're local or because you're close or because I like you, whatever it is, you want to give them a reason mm-hmm. that you're going to come and speak for free. Then you negotiate. Would it be okay if I sold my books? Would it be okay? And here's the, here's the be- best clincher right there that anybody can do because you can't always sell your books. A lot of people go, oh, well, we don't allow selling here. Guess what mm-hmm. you can do? You can say, well, okay, but would, you, would it be possible for you to give me three referrals to other speaking engagements? If it's a corporation, they, can, you know, they know their competition. They know other conferences in their industry. If it's an um, uh, individual, they, they, there's probably a brother or sister chapter, right? All these women, international women chapters. I mean, the international mm-hmm. means they're all over the world. Right. It means that they have local, then they have regional, and then they have international conferences, so you could say, well, just put, you know, could you refer me into your international conference? And now those, some of those conferences still pay, right? They still pay. Yep. The mm-hmm. regionals don't pay. The locals don't pay. But the very annuals often do, and not all of them. It's a hit and miss because they're all kind of finding out that, hey, we don't really have to pay our speakers, right? <laughs> or we right. don't have to pay them as much. They'll They'll be happy to come out for – you know, for uh, travel and uh, and room and board or something like that. So always right. negotiate. Always negotiate is is the lesson. And so let's talk a little bit about the Million Dollar Speaker Summit that you have in, coming up in June. I would so love you're up to. In the Irvine area. So, let's, yeah, what, what can attendees expect out of the event? Okay. So the Million Dollar Speaker Summit is an event – 
for people who want to speak, whether they want to be that professional speaker, a professional speaking entrepreneur and business owner, and it is designed to help them create that million-dollar worthy speech. It's kind of like this. If someone paid you a million dollars to speak, what would you speak about, right? What would mm-hmm. you give your audience? Mm-hmm. So it's not about showing up and just slapping your jaw. And so many people do this. So many business owners and entrepreneurs and coaches and consultants think that just because they can flap their jaw that they can get on stage and get results. And I'm saying no. Speakers are trained. They're not born. They're trained. So think of this. If your little daughter or little son, all of a sudden, five years old, was singing and he sang brilliantly, what do you do? What's the first thing you do? Put him into training. Put him into classes. First thing. You don't go, oh, well, you're a natural talent. Let's put you on The Voice or let's put you on America's Got Talent. No. They send him to school. They send him to training. They, They teach him the craft. And that's the same with public speaking. You've got to respect the craft because there's a right way and a wrong way. There's new trends that are coming around, just like what we've been talking about uh, all the time, and there's new trends in speaking. And one of the new trends, just as an example, I mean, is that we just don't get as much time as we used to. And it's partly because of all the boring speakers that have ruined it for the trained speakers. So time now, I mean, I'm seeing it where time, you get 10 minutes, you know, Now, you might be thinking, well, what can you do in 10 minutes? When you're a trained speaker, you can do everything you need to do in 10 minutes, everything you need to do and still generate the lead and help somebody and help inspire them and start them on the journey to change their life. But if you're not trained, it's going to be very challenging to do that. Yes, and and I think that's part of the dilemma here is – The more when people, especially let's just take Toastmasters because that's probably one of the largest organizations that brings people in to learn the basics of public speaking and gives them opportunities to look at more advanced um, courses in public speaking during their membership. And so they're bringing them in to speak, and, and now all these speakers are are going out into the industry, but they really don't know the business of speaking. All I know is that they've they've given maybe at most a 20-minute or 30-minute speech in their club environment and gotten the feedback from their club members. But what they don't understand is the business of speaking. And, you know, Toastmasters doesn't really address that area. So what are some of the common things that budding speakers, brand-new speakers, think that the industry is going to do for them besides pay them that the industry doesn't. I mean, there must be some, uh, well, I, I'm sure there are, I have fundamentals, but there are fundamental things that you need to go out and be a speaker. Can you talk to some of those basic foundational elements? Sure. Sure. Um, I just do, before I do that, I just, do just want to, just answer your question, kind of what do the speakers, mm-hmm. ex, you know, they expect to be paid, but they also expect that, you know, learn to speak and they will come kind of concept, and that doesn't work either. You've got to market yourself as a speaker, <laughs> and you've got, to have, you've got to have all of the elements. You've got to have your, you know, your, your event kit. 
your speaker kit, uh, media kit. Thank you. I couldn't put my finger on it. Your media kit. You've got to have your signature talk done. You've got to have your branding done. You've got to, you know, uh, go to places like Speakers Guild USA to be on there. But you've got to do a lot of work yourself to not only brand yourself but to promote yourself as a speaker. And one of the things I teach my students is every time they stand up at a networking event and introduce themselves, that instead of just saying I'm the founder or I'm the CEO or I'm this or I'm that of their company, to add, and I am a speaker looking for speaking engagements. And that's exactly the script I teach my my students. And they get more speaking engagements when they do that because now you've got your audience working for you. And and a lot of speakers that step out on the stage don't say that. They don't they don't claim that they're a speaker in in public, right? It's like a mystery. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't uh, think yeah. I've ever heard it. Yeah, it works. Uh, my students that do that have more speaking engagements than they can handle. And the ones that don't do that or are shy about it or haven't stepped into their power about it, they don't get any speaking engagements. So it's really, really powerful. Uh, so what was your other question, Deborah? Oh, you know, just they're, they're under this um... – you know what? Oh, what? What do they need in their arsenal? So they need a decent okay. one sheet, right? Speaker one sheet. Correct. And you know, it it doesn't have yeah. to be that hard because nowadays, since it is more free based local talks rather than fee based. Uh, promoters aren't looking for anything fancy. They're not looking for that media kit that's, that's got the CD mm-hmm. and the fancy stuff. When they see that, and if it's not appropriate for what they're going for, typically they will think that they can't afford you and not have any further discussions about it. So, uh, you know, you want a conversation. I remember one time a guy called me, financial planner guy, and he just kind of, kind of, baited me to tell him how much my fee is, which is something that I never do over the phone unless I know more about the organization, because you need time. And so he, he was like, right. kind of like badgering me, just, well, tell me your fee, just tell me your fee. So I told him, and he hung up on me. Bam. Right? So now I lost my, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, I lost the power to negotiate because I would have reduced my fee, Right. Um, Mm -hmm. depending on where it was and how many people and all that. So you have to be very, very careful when setting your fee or sharing your fee uh, with others uh, because you could lose something and lose that ability uh, to negotiate. So getting back to what they need in their arsenal, they need a simple one sheet. Um, They need, um, I would say, I tell my clients, make a list of places that you want to speak that have your target market. So all speakers need to have a target market that they speak to. Everybody is impossible to find. So I would start with, well, what is your background? So my background is in systems work. I was in corporate America for for 23 years as a systems consultant working alongside of CPAs. So that's a good target for me because I can talk their language and I can say, hey, I worked for Deloitte, Haskins, and Sells for over 10 years, right? That, that's a pretty big name that opens some doors. So think about that. Also, another way, and I know I'm 
getting off on the arsenal, but so many people want to know how to get these speaking engagements. I would say also follow follow who follow your money. So who do you give money to? So for instance, I give money to a gal that has a particular uh, skincare line, right? Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, hey, do you have? Let's just call her Mary. So, hey, Mary, do you have, does your organization, because it's a network marketing one, do you have annual mm-hmm. events? She said yes. And I said, well, how about if you put my name in that? She did, and I got it. And it was a paid speaking engagement. Right? I mean, so, uh, yeah. it, it, you know, it can, and I got to sell because I got to sell because I negotiated this my speaker fee because the speaker fee was too high for them. It wasn't in their budget. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, okay, would it be okay if at the end of my talk if I sold some of my products and services and to make up the difference? Would that be okay? They said yes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just – and see, this is what most new speakers don't know, and that's why I say get trained because if you're trained by, by a good um, – a uh, speaker trainer like like myself that's been in the business a long time, then I you know I can help them to negotiate or to uh, you know know what speaking engagements they should be going after. So it's a lot more in my training. It's a and you know at the million dollar speaker summit, there's a lot more to speaking than just the words that are coming out of your mouth. There's the whole as you right. said the business of speaking, which is how to negotiate. You know. How to get, send them your one sheet? What does the one sheet look like? What should be on there? How to get testimonials? You know, I mean, it's everything to to you know, down to your image and the image that you want to portray, your target market, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot that goes into a speaker uh, arsenal because it's a business. See, you're not a speaker; you're in the yeah. speaking business, the business right. of speaking, and so many people forget that. So let's talk a little bit about the event. It's June 7th through 9th. What right. can the attendees expect out of the event? It's a, a nice, I love the longer events because it gives you time as well to network in the in-between times. Correct. Well, the first day, it's three days, and it's been designed to the first day is all about creating your million-dollar speech down to the core message, which some people call the elevator speech, but how do you create that, and then how do you put that inside of the signature talk? Because you're one person, so it's got to be congruent with what you do and what you say all the time. Then we work a lot on your professional story, because that opens the hearts of listeners. And we talk, uh, you know, there's four different stories that people need to have in their presentation. So I share what that is. The, uh, so that's all about the speaking, excuse me, the first day. And then the second day we talk about, okay, now how do we reach millions with that million-dollar message? How do you get out there over and over again? So we talk about how to leverage your time with speaking, by speaking, and what the potential income can be if you did it on a consistent basis to the right right audience. And so we talk mm-hmm. a lot about that, how to reach those millions of people with that million-dollar message. And then at the third day, of course, is all about how to make millions, how to monetize it. 
right, through coaching programs, through mastermind programs, um, and how to become a leader and how to lead the pack instead of just trying to follow behind and public speaking trends and where the whole industry is going and how to put on your own live events and, you know, what can cost you money and the seven non-negotiable rules of public speaking and five traps that people find themselves in um, and how to get out, how to see them before you step into the trap as a speaker. So there's a whole uh, business of speaking that, that we're going to learn and teach. And, and then, you know, we get into some fun stuff too, like a little body language and how to command your audience and how to, you know, really take care of them, build trust and rapport and um, change the state if you need to. If you start seeing people are falling asleep, you've got to take mm-hmm. command. Now, I teach a lot mm-hmm. about being being real on stage, what I call naked authenticity, uh, again, because the whole industry has changed uh, to where people just don't want talkers anymore, lectures on stage. They really want to see and watch and listen to people who are real and vulnerable and honest about who they are and what they believe in. So we go into all of that in detail. Wow, it just I'm looking forward to it. It sounds like it's going to be a fabulous event. Yes, it is. <laughs> how how long have you been doing this? This particular event? Mhm. This is the third year. Yeah. Wow. But I've been yes, but I've been doing live events like this for years. My first um event that I did way back uh, 15 years ago, uh, we did it about six times, was called Speak Your Way to Wealth. And um, I did it with a business partner of mine, and we did that. We had a lot of famous speakers on our stages. That was in the old days when multi-speaker events were popular. Now they're not popular anymore. So I don't have anybody on my stage except for me training. I've got three of my students that are coming to speak for 15 minutes, and I've got a sponsor spot Infusionsoft. So uh, it's not multi-speaker like the old days. So if people still are a little traumatized by what happened at multi-speaker events and thinking that it was a sell-a-thon. And I never looked at multi-speaker events like that. I looked at it as if you had a smorgasbord of coaches to choose from. And you could pick one, whatever you needed. You might need a marketing one this year. You might need a sales mentor next year. Whatever it was, it was a smorgasbord, and it was a way that you could actually see and get a feel for how somebody would be as your coach. So I always enjoyed them, and I went to many of them myself and, and bought many programs, and especially in the beginning. But nowadays it's, it's changed to where <clears> – <throat> Those individual coaches and mentors are doing their own private live events, getting smaller audiences, <coughs> perhaps, but they're only selling one thing, and that's their next level program, whatever that might be. Right, because I know I've been to those events where they've had multi speakers, and it seems to me that the several different speakers having several offers, one, you know, an offer each or two offers each, however Mm -hmm. they structure their offers, seems to cause or create a dilemma for the attendee, how do I invest my money, which 
can do I have enough to invest invest in all those speakers, or do I need to just pick one if I'm really interested in the topics that they're and I want to do work, more work with them? So I really like the uh, the model that you've put together for the Million Dollar Speaker Summit, in that you know you're the presenter for the day and then you have the sponsor coming in. And I know Infusionsoft is really great as far as coming in and sponsoring conferences. So I'm really looking forward to it. I, I can't believe we've already chewed up all our time together. I, it's just been fascinating to talk to you, RVI. I, I really appreciate, you how honest you've been with all the information. And I think that as speakers start to realize that the old model is not in existence anymore. I think that they'll start to position their speaking so that they can really work with these new models of how events are going and how um, some of the traditional conferences are handling speakers so that, that they can go ahead and decide, hey, it is okay for me to not have a speaking fee because I'm going to have the opportunity to make an offer. I'm going to have a table where I can sell my books. So I'm looking forward to the event, and I encourage everybody who's listening to this today to join us. The link will be on the blog post. Uh, the link is everywhere there for you to uh, be able to click. And I'm looking forward to seeing you up there and spending time learning from you. It's going to be a delight for me. I I'm just going to immerse myself in this <laughs> event. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I'm looking forward to having you sponsor it and having, you know, just hanging out with you for three days. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Arvi, thank you so much for giving me your time today. I really appreciate it, and I will look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. All right. Well, thank you, Deborah, for having me, and I, I appreciate the opportunity to share, and I will see you in a couple of weeks. You will. And that is the show for this week. You can join me each Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. If you're a speaker and you'd like to share your passionate message with my listeners here at Speaking with Influence, feel free to contact me. The number is 760-685-1960. Or you can send me an email. My email address is Deborah D-E-B-R-A, at speakersguildusa.com. Until next week, I hope you have a safe, and prosperous week. Speaking with Influence is brought to you by Speakers Guild USA, where we have the perfect speaker for your next event. Visit us at speakerskilledusa.com.